This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Want to know what's going on in your neck of the woods and learn the history and the people behind the events that you love across the state? Get to know the real Mississippi. Check out MPB Think Radio's Next Stop Mississippi podcast on all platforms or on the MPB public media app. From MPB Think Radio, this is Now You're Talking. It's the show about the most interesting people and stories of Mississippi. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. I'm editor-at-large and editorial cartoonist with Mississippi Today. Well, our next guest today is not only a licensed clinical psychologist and owner-executive director of Essential Touchstones and Killebrew Psychological Services in Ridgeland, but she also carries a torch for those that she has loved and lost. And that torch is burning bright for her late husband as she honors his memory at this year's inaugural and star-studded Keith Killebrew Memorial Rodeo. Now, that'll be happening coming up on July 28th through tw- uh, July 29th. And she's going to be here just in just a second to discuss the rodeo, her work as a psychologist, and her life as a devoted mother. And she's also, this is, folks, this is more than just a rodeo. This is a love story. And I can't wait to share this with you. I think you're going to love the show today. And before we get into it, I've got to say that there is a diabolical plan going on here, hatched by one germane flood to become a member of Chapel Heart because they will be on the show on Friday with you on Next Stop. And I I swear, I know exactly what's going on here, and I'm going to warn them that you're trying to... Can you even sing? You know, listen to Alyssa I have just a question, because, I mean, like I said, I mean, you're like, oh, yeah, Chapel Heart's going to be on my show because I love them so so much. I was a show choir member from my seventh grade. So you're going to be doing the dancing part while they're singing. We didn't dance. I was a show choir member from my seventh grade to my twelfth grade year. So yes, they can add me as the fourth member. And I think when we meet, it's just going to be automatic, and they're going to think, "Oh, she should have been." Or she's a stalker. One of the two. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I, but I'm seriously. I'm going to write a note, and I'm going to give you a vow. Say, look, Jermaine's fantastic. I think she'd be an essential part of what I, y'all are doing. But listen, I am a little bit of a stalker. I am just. You a little, should be. They're amazing. I know they are. I saw them singing a cappella up at the Capitol, the state Capitol. Yeah. yeah that's like an echo chamber, right? Yeah. I mean, literally. Um, it's like your shower times a million. You know, it's just hard to really get. They sounded so amazing. They, they were did. so great. They did. And you know who I'm thanking right now for bringing them close to me? <laughs> well, yeah. She's going to be on the show today. Right. Well, yeah. So you're going <laughs> to. Watch out, uh, Dr. Killebrew. Um, Jermaine's going to like try to become part of your, your business, too. Uh, definitely on that. So, yeah, real quick, I, I did go see Oppenheimer over the weekend. I did not do the Barbie part of it. Okay. The bar- but I, I got to tell you, I walked out of the theater and... A sea of pink. It was a sea of pink. It was literally was. I felt like a salmon trying to go up a pink stream. I mean, I was just... There was no way I was... There was actually somebody brought their dog. Dressed it in pink for a movie. Now, you know, I get a little weird when people bring their baby to yeah. movie because we never did that. Right. But their dog. Right. I would never bring Pip. I was about to say, Pip probably is mad that you didn't bring her. Oh, no, she would be. She would be. <laughs> oh, no, she would have barked through the whole movie at Barbie. She would have seen Ken and barked at him or whatever. So that would have been bad. But yeah, Oppenheimer's a great movie. We'll yeah. go into movie reviews another yeah. time, but yeah. fantastic. Uh, Dr. Killebrew, thank you so much for being on. We're going to go with oh, Alyssa from here on now. Uh, because, well, frankly, you and I know each other, so I will just throw that out there. Uh, but thank you so much for being on the show today. 
thank you, Marshall, and thank you, Jermaine, for having me. It's a great honor to get to talk to you guys. I just love you and what you do, bringing light to people and sharing stories. It's just an amazing calling on both of your lives. Thank you for that. Well, I think the beauty of the show is the fact it allows people to tell their stories in their own words, and your story is uh, one that, you know, I mean, I've had the I'm really the honor to interview you a couple times uh, previously about your story, but uh, you do inspire me and you inspire a lot of people. And I think that by the time we get done with this hour, um, there's going to be a lot of other people that realize that maybe this rodeo is just something a little bit bigger than a rodeo. Yes, absolutely. It sure is. And, and uh, it is for a lot of people who have devoted their time and, and money and resources to make it happen. Yeah, that was the other thing, too. I mean, just, you know, and we're, we'll go into the nuts and bolts of the rodeo probably a little bit toward the second half of the show. But honestly, um, the fact that not only did you get this put together, but you had a lot of people that were helping you paint the fence, too. And I think that's just wonderful to see the whole community rally around you and around Keith and around uh, this whole, you know, effort to raise money to help kids down the road. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, oh, by the way, I just go, I, I hurt my shoulder. I don't normally admit this, but they put me on steroids. So if I sound like I'm like a record player on 33 on 78 right now, that's why. So I, I do apologize <laughs> on that. Okay. So Keith Killebrew, rock star, really was. Um, you guys met when you were 14 years old. Uh, when he'd moved out of the, he was down near Chula. They lived there and they moved up toward Lexington where you lived and y'all ran into each other. Tell me a little bit about the first time that you met Keith. Okay. Well, Keith, his home burned. He lived in a suburb of Chula called Horseshoe Lake. And so I had heard that the twins were coming to town, had no idea what I was in store for. But I was standing in the lunch line, and I noticed this guy kept staring at me, and I thought, God, he is so adorable. And he was so shy, he wouldn't ever really talk to me, but he told me later that he leaned over to his college, I mean, his uh, high school friend and said, I'm going to marry that girl one day. Wow. He chased me all over the place, and it was a love affair to remember. It really, really was. He would throw a rock at my window at night, and I would come outside, and we would sit up and look at the moonlight and talk for hours. And he just was the love of my life from the day I met him. And I did try to date other people, but nobody stole my heart like this man. He was the absolute love of my life. One thing I love about reading about Keith and, and hearing you talk about him a little bit, he sounded like he truly was a Renaissance man. He was. He could do anything. He could weld. He could paint. Anything that he set his mind to, he just never gave up. You know, I was thinking about him this morning, and I have a vision of him kneeling down by a post right near our bed where he would pray every morning. He would get on his knees and humble himself and just ask for God's will to be done in his life on a daily basis. And it's something that is is just an honor to build a life with someone like that who submits to a power greater than himself and knows that he can't do it without that power. 
I used to love, I love the story that he would get up at five every day, get a pot of coffee, get going. <laughs> and he would get like, you know, literally almost like a terrier in a way. He would get totally locked on to something. And if he couldn't figure it out, he just wouldn't come home. You know, he would just That's constantly fine. work on it. But I mean, that was just kind of how he was wired. Was That's it, true. He got things done. Yes. And, you know, I rode shotgun with him for over 20 years. And sometimes I drove, but most of the time I, I rode shotgun with my guy. And, and we just created life together. You know, I was thinking about him this morning and the fact that I'm just so glad that he never gave up on any of his dreams because yeah. died a hero for so many of us. He just kept going. He aimed big. His dreams were many, but the main dreams that he has, he was able to accomplish in 44 years. And, you know, I just, I think it's an inspiration for us all. You, when you have, when God puts a dream on your heart, you don't ever give up on that. Yeah, that was the thing. And that's, and, and I'm glad that you're comfortable talking about him in a little bit, because I mean, the loss was incredibly tragic and, and we'll touch on that in a minute, but um, I just feel like that when people hear his name, uh, when they hear about the rodeo, because the ads are out there and everything else, they need to understand that in a way he was kind of like a bull, a bull rider in the sense that every time he got knocked off, he turned around and got back on. That's right. That's exactly right. And that is why I want to keep his spirit alive. You know, I work as a psychologist helping people who have been knocked down and who have really tragic things happen to them every day. And I'm so grateful that I have my guy sitting right beside me and I'm able to share with them that you just can't give up. You've got to get back on there. You can't give up before the miracle happens. It's going to happen one way or the other if you just persevere through and stay determined. Um, but this rodeo is not just about Keith. It's about all of us Mississippians. It's about all of us who have dreams in our life and want to accomplish them. And so the proceeds for this rodeo go back into sustainability in farming. And Keith really did give his life for agriculture. And so I have created a foundation with the help of my family. And the foundation is to give scholarships to young men and women who want to be formally educated in agriculture. But we're also building a workforce training program on our farm in Benchula, Mississippi, right where it all started. We have headquarters there, and we are building a, a farm training program that will help young people. It's just hard to get into farming these days. And it was hard for my husband and his twin brother, who he built his farm with. They were not given a plantation. They were not uh, given, you know, a, a million dollars and told, go forth and prosper. They worked really hard to develop a model farm. I would put it up against any and Heath Killebrew is the man that's going to be running this training program down on our farm. And he's the best one to do it because he did it himself. Yeah. And so that is, um, that, that is what each dollar that we get from this rodeo is going towards this training program and scholarships. That's one thing about the farm. It covered six counties. Um, it still does from Tate to Madison County. And, uh, you know, I mean, you you have everything from cotton to soybeans to rice to wheat to watermelons. 
and like you said, you mentioned that that Keith would teach welding. It, it not, I mean, he was a welder, but he would also teach it at Parchment too. So, I, number one. I mean, where did he find the time to get everything done, which was pretty amazing, too? And how did I mean, were you like that? Because I, I know you now and, and I know yeah. how you, you're an equal force in nature in your own right. Was that just something that because that was just kind of the world that you lived in from the time y'all got married in Jamaica in 2003 to now? Is that just something or were you kind of that way, too? We we really are twin flames. I mean, we have this, we're made from the same, cut from the same cloth. And so that's why we were like magnets and we couldn't stay away from each other because we believe the same thing. Uh, our goals were very similar in life. You know, the more you get, the more you give. Yeah. Um, and, and so, yes, you know, that, that is exactly how I am. And, and so I was very attracted to that in Keith. Yeah, definitely on that. So you, at what point did you like, so you're in high school, I mean, 14, you met him and everything. Did you think that you were going to become a psychologist at that point? Or when did, when did you decide that, you know what, this is a great way for me to be able to help people? Well, I grew up in a real, real interesting, but very dysfunctional family. And for a while, I was embarrassed by that. But doing my own work, I realized that everybody comes from dysfunction, Uh, My parents were just very different people, wonderful humans, but they just were uh, very opposite, and they could not find common ground. And so after doing my own work around that, I decided everybody needs to go and do work around this. And so I knew that Keith wanted to be a farmer, and I knew that someone wrote uh, a beautiful poem about us. They said, one tends fields, one tends souls. Their life together is a beautiful garden, and that pretty much sums up our life together. Um, I love taking one person and helping them create the life that they want. And Keith loved planting seeds and watching them grow and, and helping them multiply. That, that's just who we are, and that's our legacy together. You know, I think that's such a great combination because really, honestly, at the end of the day, the brain's kind of like a fertile field anyway. I mean, you're, you know, you need to do the work. You need to tend the crops and whatever. So it's really a natural on that. You, um, Alyssa, like I said, you are honestly one of the strongest people I've ever met. You, you have suffered three huge losses in your life, um, and uh, you have not only rebounded, but you've managed somehow to turn each one of the losses into a way to be able to help other people out of it. Tell me a little bit about that, because I think we're all coming out of the pandemic, and we're all, I think everybody's just kind of still unpacking some trauma right now and trying to figure mm-hmm. out, okay, how can I make something good out of all the kind of bad things that may have happened over the last few years? Well, number one, we can't run away from pain. It it is inevitable. And when we have pain, we have to be willing to sit with it long enough for it to teach us what it's there to teach us. And we're, we're human beings. And so when we have pain, we want to run. But when we run, it creates problems and it creates um, medicated type behaviors. And so we have to sit with our pain. You know, I have been to many, many retreats to deal with this agonizing pain. And Keith and I did that together as a couple when we lost our little girl to COVID. 
And so first we have to sit with it long enough for it to teach us what it's there to teach us. And then we can launch and then we can create something new, a new beginning. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah, the, the the story. And like I said, that was I remember seeing that on the news and seeing that about you. I was like, that that's unbelievably painful. And then um, your best friend got cancer and passed away. And then the plane crash, which um, that is still I, I don't even know how you that you're vertical uh, after all that. I really don't. Well, the 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 fact that Keith truly I mean, he is. He is in me. I yeah. feel his spirit in me and everything I do. You know, I was looking around our home and showing my little girl yesterday some pieces that, that her daddy and I picked out. And everything that I have around me is just us. And it's just who we are. And so it also helps that I have two little beautiful human beings that are half of me and half of my husband and I get to walk through life with those precious little babies and it's just it's a true gift and an honor and I must carry on you know I I, I want them to live good and happy productive lives and they're not going to have a daddy but they have each other and they have a mama that will do anything in her power to make sure that they have everything they need to be resilient and to be kind and compassionate, giving humans. This is now you're talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. Our guest today is Dr. Alyssa Killebrew. And you may have been hearing a little bit on the TV ads, and you're going to, of course, hear it coming today, and then, of course, next Friday as well. The Keith Killebrew Memorial Rodeo is going to be coming up on July 28th and 29th. It's presented by the Killebrew Ag Foundation. It's going to be at the Mississippi Coliseum in Jackson. It's one of the... I guess the largest um, rodeo in the country uh, this month, and it's huge and it's first one ever and a lot of action-packed events and, of course, a couple great musical acts, and we'll talk that. Well, we are talking, I guess, really the heart and soul behind the rodeo is on with us right now, Alyssa Killebrew, and who is also a licensed clinical psychologist and owner-executive director of Essential Touchstones and Killebrew Psychological Services, one of many zillion things that she does. If you could bottle your energy, I think you could probably sell that on the side as well. (laughs) I I, I don't know how you do it on that. But like I said, I think this is totally coming from the heart. And when, when did you decide to come up with a rodeo and talk a little bit about the process on that? I mean, because I, I did a 5K race for 10 years with a friend, and I mean, that was a lot of work to do. I can't even imagine, you know, suddenly producing one of the largest rodeos in the world uh, just right off the bat. Um, so if you're going to go, I guess go big, right? That's right. Go big or go home. Exactly. I had a dear friend come to me after we lost Keith, and he said, what if we did a fundraising memorial rodeo and call it the Keith Killebrew Memorial Rodeo? And that was my friend, Matt Ginn. He grew up with us, and he was actually the manager of my father's exotic animal ranch in, in Holmes County. And he is the announcer for the event and just a dear friend. And so he sort of put planted the idea in my mind. We took it to Angie Gibson and his whole team. And 
honestly, the team that we have, I would put them up against anybody. They're the best in town. They have done everything possible to make this event happen. And it is not, it is a very expensive event. Let me just say we have, it is the second largest IPR rodeo in the world. And it's the largest IPR rodeo in the United States. And it's happening right here in Mississippi. We, yesterday, I checked with the rodeo producer, Jeremy Smith, and he said, Ma'am, we have more than 500 contestants already, and we've got one more day to go. So um, it is going to be action-packed, Marshall. We have bull riding, bull fighting, bull poker, and we even have a pen of adrenaline. And I want to tell you about that today. The pen of adrenaline is for those adrenaline junkies like myself. I went shark diving and skydiving with Keith many times, and this is a place for a person who wants an action-packed view of the bull riding. So they will have a pen right in the middle of the arena when the bull is let out. Nothing is in between them and the bull except for two-by-fours. It is a pen that they'll be standing in and be eye-to-eye with that bull. <laughs> so how many pages fun. is the waiver on that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, it's a 500-page waiver for sure. They would have to mop the floor after <laughs> I was in that. <laughs> I think I would have an accident if a bull came running at me. I don't know if I'm – seriously, who who came up with that? I mean, that's that's brilliant. I mean, that's a great idea, but um, I don't know. Perfect. The person who came up with that, his name is Shay Whitfield, and yeah. he is our leadership director. And he said, we just need something really action-packed, over-the-top, because Keith was one of his dear friends, and he just knew the kind of guy Keith was. You know, he he loved adventure. So he created this especially in Keith's honor. So can you put Jermaine in the pen uh, during the Chapel Heart concert? Jermaine, you got it, sweetheart. Alyssa, I'm I'm already with you because I did go skydiving. I haven't been a shark diving, <laughs> but I have been skydiving. I didn't go shark diving intentionally. There was a shark one time near me. That was kind of scary. Alyssa, I'll get in there. Get in that pen. <laughs> What'd you say? Huh? I said, we've got a spot for you if you want to get in that pen. Yes, ma'am. I, I, that, I, let me think about it. It took my breath away. <laughs> yeah, please do and no record sorry. audio so that we can play it next week on, on, the, on the show. Uh, that'd be great. Too funny. Hear Jermaine I screaming. I will. <laughs> the rodeo, the idea of the rodeo, and, and Jermaine was talking about this a little bit beforehand. Where did why, why a rodeo? Why did you decide to go that route on the fundraising? I mean, obviously, there was a suggestion. I understand that. But... Um, and like I said, I think it really does kind of capture the spirit of Keith really well. I mean, I think, and also it makes a lot of sense if you're raising money for kids to go into agriculture. It kind of, it's a good venue too. But why rodeo? Why not, you know, golf tournament at 5K or something else? Well, a rodeo just symbolizes the life that Keith lived. Keith was a guy that did, he believed in taking huge risk, but he also believed in, in preparation. And yeah. men who ride in a bull ride, those guys, they're experts. They practice and they practice and they practice and they fall down and they get back up and they have the courage to keep going. They're resilient human beings and they know that sometimes it can be fatal. And, you know, Keith, 
he he had no idea that day when his plane went down that that would be the last day. But he he laid it all on the line for agriculture and for family. And I'm just I'm so proud of who he was and what he represents. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, the plane crash was down in South America and it was um, he was working on something that would have been not only created a new place to grow more cotton and a new operation down in Paraguay, but also it would have improved the lives of all the people that lived around where this was going to happen, too. I mean, it was such a good thing to have such a bad thing happen from that. And that's kind of, I mean, like I said, your ability to process it and to be able to get past that is amazing. And what advice, like I said, would you give somebody who, you mean, literally deals with a blow that hard? Well, you know, there's a book that I thought about after this happened. It's written by a guy named Victor Frankel, and it's called A Man's Search for Meaning. And Victor grew up during the time of the Nazi regime, and he was a victim. And he said that the only way he survived is he had to create something beautiful from the tragedy that he saw on a daily basis. He watched his wife and two small children killed, and he came out and and ministered to and uh, did therapy with thousands upon thousands of men and women who went through that with him, and he he knew what it was like, and he was one of the most profound psychologists of, of our time. Um, so you have to be willing to, to go to those dark places when they happen and transform them and let them transform you. You... Of course, rodeo needs entertainment and so forth. And you managed to land two of the hotter new acts in the country. You got Chapel Hart and Drake Milligan, both. And um, for folks that don't know who Drake is, he was, of course, an Elvis in the CMT series uh, Sun Records, which that was kind of cool. But he also was third on America's Got Talent as well. And I mean, like Chapel Hart, he was a natural celebrity uh, on the stage on that show. And tell a little bit about how did you manage to get them and get them on board? Well, I contracted with Arden Barnett. Um, ah, yes. And he is a hookup. He was able to uh, get contracts with both of these amazing artists up and coming. And we actually got a shout out from America's Got Talent yesterday. And my heart could have just exploded. Matter of fact, I just sat there and cried because I thought, my sweet husband, you know, and this these sweet two amazing country music acts. You know, they're just the symbol for a never-give-up attitude. Chapel Heart is the, for any little girl who's ever dreamed of doing anything, they are the epitome of just keep going, just keep going, be that little train that can, just keep trying. Definitely on that. Um, you ought to see Jermaine's head. It's in there bobbing like a bobblehead right now. She's <laughs> she's completely agreeing 110. percent They they are amazing. They really are, and they're just absolutely wonderful. They're going to be performing what? They're going to be doing Friday night, right? They're doing Friday night. They'll be performing uh, starting at 9 p.m. The rodeo starts at seven, and it'll be it'll be a two hour act. Um, we've got just an action packed rodeo. Uh, Keith and I, the, the the rodeo that we attended that we had the most fun at was a, a place in Louisiana. It's called the Angola Rodeo. 
so we have modeled this rodeo after the Angola rodeo. They had bull poker, and it's where... Yeah, tell us about bull poker, because bull poker yeah. is pretty awesome. So there'll be four individuals signed up to sit at the poker table and play poker while a bull is let out, and the bull runs straight for that poker table, and the person that's last sitting is the one that gets the, the prize. What, is that a free trip to the hospital or what? <laughs> they win a cash prize. Oh, that's even better. So that that's good. I think we did that in college one time, but I'm not sure we yeah, we used a horse. We didn't use a bull. But man, that I mean that's cool. And like number one, who thought of it the first time? Who thought of bull poker? Yeah, I'm not saying I would expect an answer, but I'm just like, hey, hey, Ralph, let's let's play bull poker. That would be a lot of fun. <laughs> or shark diving, right? A shark diving, that's true. Yeah, oh, oh, trust me, there's a lot of things that usually involve an adult beverage that usually lead to <laughs> such cool and exciting things. Half the Winter Olympics is that way, too, trust me. Anybody that would do half of those things. But like I said, I mean, this is going to be so much fun. And that's what's great. And I remember the first – I mean, we used to live in Texas, so our, our Rotary Club did a, a Lions Club, and the Rotary Club didn't. Lions Club did it. We did a, a rodeo, and so I got to work concessions on that, and that was a lot of fun. But this is just – like I said, you – you didn't start off with anything small. You start off the purse is like a hundred thousand bucks. Yeah, it's actually more than a hundred thousand. Oh, it's over more more than a hundred now. Wow. Yeah, it can be up to a hundred and fifty. Okay. We're still waiting uh, to get the count on that, but yeah, that's that's what we're we're thinking. It's going to be a hundred and fifty. That's incredible, which means, of course, um, none of you had a lot of friends and people that have helped you out on this, but you've also had some incredible sponsors, too. Oh, absolutely. It has just blown me away, the individuals who have poured into this event. We have been able to raise more than $170,000 for this event, and that has That's has incredible. Just- I know it. It's absolutely incredible for a first-year event, no doubt about it. It's incredible for any event, but especially a first-year event. Yeah, I mean, I've, many, I mean, Jermaine's probably done this, too. I mean, Tim, you're raising funds, and there's a lot of different competing fundraisers going on in, in Mississippi and around Jackson. And sometimes it's hard to get that money, but obviously this is something that has got a lot of wow factor to it, and it's for a great cause. And um, tell us a little bit about the – the Keith Killebrew Charisma Award Fund Community Foundation and, and some of the, the things that you're doing with the money that you're going to be able to raise. Okay. So we have already started giving scholarships. Last year we gave $6,000 to three individuals who wanted to go into the field of agriculture and help farming uh, in Mississippi. And so we are going to continue to give those scholarships. We'll give another round of scholarships at the state fair this year. Um, and people can go ahead and send in their resumes for that to the agriculture, uh, to the state fairground fund uh, email. And then we are also creating a residential farm training program on our farm in Chula. And this is a place for young people who have always wanted to farm, but they don't have a family farm and they don't know the first thing about farming. So maybe they went and got an education in agriculture, but they've never had hands-on experience. 
So they will come and live for 18 months down on our farm in Chula with our farm manager, Mike Johnson, and my brother-in-law, Heath Killebrew. And they will learn how to plant cotton, soybeans, rice, wheat. They will also learn how to irrigate. Then they'll learn how to harvest those crops. And then they will learn how to get ready for the next year. There's an awful lot of life lessons thrown in that, too. So it's going to be, in a way, kind of like the karate kid wax on, wax off. They learn a lot about themselves and about life, too, don't they? Exactly. Exactly. You know, young people don't get their their hands and feet in the mud like we did when we were kids. We didn't have all these electronics. But we, we need to get back to teaching young people how to play in the dirt and how to grow things and you know, how to, how to be sustainable without electronics. It's, it's just a real important lesson for not just kids, but for adults, too. What do you think Keith's reaction would be if he saw this? Oh, Marshall, he just, Keith was, he wasn't a crier, but Keith would be crying right now with, and, and beaming with that beautiful smile and that twinkle in his eyes. He would be so proud of this. You know, it's going to be fun. I mean, when we get to the 25th um, annual one, uh, I'll, I'll be really old. You won't be. But uh, your kids are going to be grown, and they're going to look back and be able to see this. And, of course, they'll probably be helping run it at that point, too. But they're going to be so incredibly proud that their dad's spirit's still with them and still uh, everybody knows who their dad is and what a difference that he's made, uh, not only in his life, but after his life, too. That's right, Marshall. Thank you for saying that. That means the world to me. Yeah, well, you know, I'm good for one nice thing a show, so um, don't tell anybody. But but you know that. You know how much I respect him and respect you, and I think you've done an awful lot of good, too. You know, your business has grown an awful lot, and you're, you know, you're taking on new people to help, and you've got a lot of people working with you to be able to help people. Talk a little bit about the mental health crisis, and we'll, we'll wrap up today talking a little bit more about the rodeo, because I definitely want this in everybody's mind so that they can go this weekend and go see it. But... Right now, like you said, um, you know, I think everybody's unpacking something. You know, it's just the world seems to be a little – you can see people screaming at each other on social media, and I'm not sure how much good that does a little bit. You know, and you see it every day with, with people coming in and talking to you and talking to your – you know, to the people that work with you. Just a little bit of advice for us. What, what are some things that we can do right now as a country, as a people, as a state, to be able to kind of work through some of these issues that seems like we're, we're, we're just kind of struggling with right now? Well, Marshall, we need to turn our thought process from what is wrong with you to what happened to you to yeah. make you act in that way. And that will soften your heart and give you grace and space to really look through the eyes of a person and try to see that there is good in there. They're just having a really bad reaction to a situation because that was the way they were treated, for example. And so, you know, if if we can try to find grace and space to look for the good in people, it'll make a huge difference. But it hurts. And so we need to acknowledge that it hurts. You know, my practice after COVID grew 300%. And Keith, before he left for Paraguay, we went to a beautiful track of land right across from the Sunnybrook Children's Home. And it's a beautiful place where there are trees everywhere. There are big live oaks. And 
we were working a deal out even up until the last day that I, I was texting with him. I said to him, what do you think? And he said, I think it's meant to be. So we purchased the land. Keith's twin brother is also my business partner. And so we, we purchased this land and we are building a brand new healing center. Um, it's going to be on Sunnybrook Road. We named it after my precious Keith. We named it Wildwood KGK. And it is going to be a 6,500 square foot office space that will have psychiatric services, counseling services, massage. Um, we'll even have a ketamine-assisted psychotherapy uh, facility there. It, it is going to be a real state-of-the-art uh, trauma treatment center for people who have suffered in the world. And so I'm really excited about that. I'm really proud about that. I think that, you know, this is the time that we no longer have stigma around needing other people to help us walk through the hardships in our lives. Boy, I just, I wish I had a bell because I would have just started ringing it just then. I think you touched on it right there. Just, we got to get past the stigma of it on being able to ask for help because, yeah, it's kind of crazy. You don't have stigma when you have a heart problem and go to a cardiologist, you know. Yeah. And um, thank you for, like I said, what you do on that because that's you're helping a lot of folks. And I know in, in the state of Mississippi, sometimes mental health care is can be a little dicey. And it's good to know that you're growing and and making a difference in people's lives. Yes, and I I have some of the best counselors in town. I'm just I'm really really proud of my team. They they care about the human suffering. Uh, and and they they're just amazing. You know, when I lost Keith, my my practice, I, I looked over and I thought, gosh, this is going to really be hard on my practice. But my counselors just stepped in and they took over my caseload, and we never missed a beat. And and I'm just so grateful for that. And that's the you know that's the one thing too. I think people can understand that. that you know, that you have been through what they're trying to go through. I mean, you, you've, you've walked the journey. So sometimes it's nice to have somebody who's walked the journey to help you through yours. Exactly. Thank well, you. This now you're talking on MPB Think Radio. I am your host, Marshall Ramsey, and we are talking about the Keith Killebrew Memorial Rodeo. That's going to be presented by the Killebrew Ag Foundation. It's this coming up this next weekend, July 28th through 29th, at the Mississippi Coliseum in Jackson. And we have on the line, of course, Dr. Alyssa Killebrew, who is the the wife of Keith Killebrew, who unfortunately and tragically passed away. But his spirit lives on, especially with this event and so many other events and, and things that go on in life. His spirit just really honestly is just incredibly so big that it just keeps going on. Also, too, there will be Chapel Heart will be performing uh, on Friday and then Drake Milligan will be performing on Saturday, if I got that right. I hope I didn't get that backwards. But this Friday coming up on Next Stop, Jermaine is going to be uh, living one of her crushes and have Chapel Heart in studio. I really am. And I thank Mr. Mrs. Miss uh, Dr. Killebrew. Just get it straight. That's I fine. I thank Dr. Killebrew for bringing them on. I'm, I'm just so excited. But now I think I'm even more excited to meet Alyssa in person. Oh, she's a rock star. Friday. Yeah. Like, I mean, Keith's I'm, a rock star, but she is too. I'm yeah. even more excited. I feel like, Doc, you and I are just going to, like, mesh. <laughs> oh, honey, I can't wait to squeeze your feet. I know. I know. I feel like we're just going to mesh. So I'm excited to have you and, of course, Chapel Heart on Friday for Next Stop Mississippi. So I thank y'all again. 
Yeah, you're actually going to like Jermaine. I, I, I know it may be a shock, but um, she's amazing. So it's going to be it's, you're going to have a lot of fun. And this whole radio thing's great. And you're this has been a great show so far. Thank you so much for sharing so much of your life. And because uh, I wanted people really to know the heart behind the rodeo, you know, and there's a huge heart behind it. And uh, this first one, it's hard to believe the first one is already this big. I mean, wow. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Marshall. I'm just, I'm so honored and so excited that other people are excited about it. That, you know, I'm an extrovert, so I get energy from other people's energy. And Jermaine has just, every time she texts me or calls me, she's got big exclamation points. And she just makes me so proud uh, and excited myself about it. When when me and you meet, we're just going to (laughs) combust. Yeah, she keeps me in line. I'll just put it that way. I try, Marshall. I'm going to tune in for that. I try. That'll be good radio right there. People combusting on the air. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. All right. So you mentioned Arden, uh, you know, Arden Land. They're a big part of producing it. And by the way, he's a rock star, too. I mean, he he started his business about the time, I think it was right about the time I got me part-time in 2010. And he was like, okay, I'm going to take this risk, Marshall. I think we're going to do it. And man, it's really paid off for him. So he's... He's a great story in his own right. I just am really proud of him and and how he's done such a great job bringing such great entertainment. And he helped you, of course, get the 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 stars in and and get everything produced on this. All right, tell us the details. How can we get tickets? So you can get your tickets on on KillabrewRodeo.com. Friday night we have a the second largest IPR rodeo in the world and the largest in the United States starting at 7 p.m. It's KillabrewRodeo.com, and it goes straight to Ticketmaster. Ah, very good. Very good. And, um, you know, like I said, they're in for all kinds of great entertainment, everything from – and I was just thinking, how do you fill up two hours with eight seconds at a time? But you're going to have a ton of people there riding, and then you've got the course – I still can't get past bull poker. I'm still struggling with it a little bit, but it sounds like it's going to be really entertaining to watch. And more than 500 cowboys and cowgirls from all over the world are coming right here to Jackson, Mississippi. So please go ahead and secure your tickets on KillabrewRodeo.com. It's about sustainability for this next generation of farmers. And so each dollar that you give, a portion of that is going to go back into this foundation that's going to give scholarships and also put young people through a agricultural training program. So when you get one of the scholarships, how much are they generally is is, is one of the scholarships? They're $2,000. Wow. Okay. That spins. Yes. That, that's wonderful. Yeah. No, I, and I know that's incredibly, and sort of there's application process and, and so, but that that's wonderful. And I mean, like I said, this was such a, like I said, I've, I've struggled with it. And, you know, I mean, I know you and I, I mean, I know what you've gone through. I didn't know you when you were going through it, but I just, the fact that you're able to create something so amazing uh, out of, out of something that would have put most people in the fetal position is nothing short of amazing. But I think that's honestly how Keith would have wanted it. He sure would have. Yes. Which he was, was a man. Yeah, I really love the fact that he became a painter, too. I just think that's amazing. Uh, I've got to throw that out there. That he was out taking pictures. One night he just decided he couldn't sleep, so he started painting. And I know you paint. You paint really well. and But he started painting, too. Um, that's really we cool. Took, 
at Fondren Art from Richard McKee, and yeah. we go weekly and and just had a ball doing it. But Keith was he was self taught; he could just sit down and paint. He really didn't need the lessons, but it was just fun for us to go and hang out because Richard's a musician and just a fun loving guy. He's got a studio there in Fondren, so we we would it, we'd have a date with Richard once a week. Oh, that sounds so much fun! So. Okay. Between you and between Keith, have, have you noticed any superpowers in your children yet? Well, I tell you, my little girl is stubborn as a mule. She is, once she gets something in her mind that she wants to do, she is not going back down for anybody. And and I love it, but I'm scared to death of it. I'm about to say, it's it's exhausting when they're, when they're young. I mean, it's something you hope for when they get older. But yeah, when you're a parent, it's like, okay, that's funny. <laughs> That's funny. That really is. Well, it, little Keith, let me tell you something. He runs for tractors and goes. So I mean, it's just in him to love agriculture, and and it just tickles me to death. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, any final thoughts in, in the last minute that we've got? I just want to thank everybody that's listening, and I want to just invite you to come and enjoy this event and just know that each dollar that you spend is going for the sustainability of our next generation of farmers. And I want to thank you again for giving me this opportunity to talk about it, Marshall and Jermaine. Oh, yeah. No, you're more than welcome. Uh, The Keith Killebrew Memorial Rodeo is coming up this weekend, July 28th, 29th, Mississippi Coliseum. Check it out. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. Chapel Hart, Drake Milligan is going to be there. You're going to be there, of course. Um, Are are you going to be running around behind the scenes or are you going to be in that little pen in the middle that you were talking about? the pen that that's that's uh, if you get in there doc i'm getting in there with you oh jermaine will do it (laughs) she's totally there i will do it i'm totally there doc if you're sitting in there i'm gonna sit in there with you i promise let's do it all right all right oh that'd be great man this has been just a great conversation thanks so much for doing this and and that'd be great and good luck this weekend as well and i can't wait to tune in on friday to hear you again with with jermaine and chapel heart that's gonna be a lot of fun Thank you. I love you guys. Oh, no problem. Love you. We love you, you, Alyssa. Yeah, thanks for being on, and thanks for doing so much to make Mississippi a better place. Uh, You know, I think that's a pretty fair statement, wouldn't you? Yeah, Yeah. as well. All right. Well, I tell you what, another great show. I'm about to head on the road and head down to the coast for a little bit, and so that'll be a lot of fun. So uh, look forward to it. Next week we're going to have another great show, and we'll do this again. But I want to thank you for listening, and, of course, want to thank as well our special guest, Alyssa Killebrew, for joining us today. And if you'd like to hear this or any other past episodes, you can subscribe. We have a podcast. It's great. You can listen to it on your favorite podcast app or on our MPB public media app. Now you're talking is it's production of MPB Think Radio and is episode and this episode and podcast will be produced by the one and only Jermaine Flood. And join us again next Monday at 10 a.m. I'm Marshall Ramsey. Y'all have a great week. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.